Okay, um, so I have a story for you guys. Um, <laughs> why am I laughing? I have a story. Um, <laughs> I love a good story. I hate drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate it so much. I hate it so much. In fact, um, we drank uh, a few days ago, maybe two, uh, for the Summer Originals opening. And um, we drank Smirnoff Ice Smashed. They're like big cans and two flavors. I think you fucked up. It's, it's this big. 8%. Two cans. I drank two cans. Did you drink two or just one? I drank two. <laughs> yeah, we drank two cans. I was super fucking gone. And I... I hated every second of it. I was like, why did we do this to ourselves? I would rather be high right now. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, mm-hmm. I couldn't stand up straight. Mm-hmm. I When I laid down, the room was spinning. And I was like, this is gross. And yeah. then the next morning, I was like, fuck my life. It was like, for me, I was, um, when I'm high, I'm just trying to vibe, you know? But when I get drunk, I'm like, my brain processes everything so completely that I could come up with like five different business plans for different ideas when I'm drunk and like have to talk them out with everybody that's next to me. I am so dead. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. But when I'm high, I'm like... (laughs) You just... Basically, we talk too much. Talk way too goddamn much when we're drunk. And the whole time I was like, can I just stop? But I couldn't. It was like free thought all at once. So yeah, anyway, after I woke up like horribly hungover, I was like, never again. Why? What's even the purpose? And that's how I feel. When you feel the cold wind blow And all the leaves change color The frightening monsters finally show That they have been hidden amongst the others I'm Chris. And I'm Claudio. And we're the well, Hi guys. guys. We hope that you guys are enjoying our Halloween movie list um, and having a super spookums time. In today's episode, we wanted to add some more options for those of you who enjoy animation in all forms. Horror movies are staple during the spooky season with their big spooks and goops. But, mm-hmm. but lest we forget about the spooky vibe. You can love the autumn-y, spooky vibes, and uh, you don't have to be in love with all the gore and all the scary stuff, because, bitch, that's scary. You shouldn't have to do anything you don't want to do, but you can still have a good time, and that's why we're here today. So we've compiled a compact compendium, consciously 
um, crafted <laughs> with you in mind. So we've compiled a compact compendium. So we've compiled. So we we've compiled a compact conscious a compact compendium. So are you joking now? So we've compiled a compact compendium. So. So we've compiled a compact compendium consciously crafted with you in mind. Wow. I just channeled my inner Drew Barrymore. Um, we're talking over the garden wall. Yes. We're talking infinity train. Mm. Before we get into any of these, I would just like to take a moment to tell you something about our passion for animation. First off, animation is not a genre. It is a storytelling art form. All on its own. Mm. And my the literally the thought process behind that is like you're telling me that um animation is its own genre? Then what's the vibe? Mm-hmm. Like what the fuck? Drama is a genre, horror is a genre, thrillers, suspense. Mm-hmm. But if you just say animation is a genre, what does that even mean? Do, does all the animated movies have the same themes? Mm-hmm. They're not all for children. They're not all for like just adults, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you can't really say that it's a genre. It's a fucking art form, and it has mm-hmm. its own genres like within it. It can yeah. obviously like dabble because all genres are yeah. always brought up. Because we're not going to be like, um, what genre is that? And I'm going to be like, oh, theater. <laughs> That's not a genre. It's, it's an art form. Mm-hmm. And most animators hate the idea of animation being put in a genre box because it is far more than that. And because with animation, you can tell like any story. It has no limits to it. Mm-hmm. And there are animated shows for adults and some that are just not intended for just adults or just children. Like, it's not meant for either one. It's just a show that anyone can watch. Mm-hmm. And it has, um, animation has so much heart to it. It is, like, handmade through and through. And mm-hmm. it takes, like, nine months to make an 11-minute or, like, 20-minute episode of a show. Like, can you imagine every frame they choose, they make, and they have to design every single frame mm-hmm. that you see. And so, like, animation doesn't have any room for, like, flaws. Yeah, yeah. I, you always say, like, they don't... There's no room for stuff that doesn't matter. So everything in the, that they draw matters because they have to, like, literally put so much effort into it. It's not like it's just, like, um some B-roll that the, that the camera picked up, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a whole... It's so good and it has to be so well thought out because it's also part of the whole, like, not only do you have the actor playing the part, the voice actor, but, like, there's so many people who have to draw and write and also sort of portray the emotion that the character is feeling without saying anything, without without the voice of the actor and having to, like, match that. It's just so personal. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, in animation, you can do literally anything. Create entire environments that have the same aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And um, it, I feel like some of the stories that are being told in live action can be told better as animation. And f- for that thought process, it's like, when bad CGI shows up in movies, doesn't it just make you want to die? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it just the absolute worst to be it, really into a movie and then they bring in some CGI and you're like, what? That looks so bad. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and like totally pulls you out. So the other day we were we watched Silent Hill, um, which and it was in two thousand six. So it had the chance to have some kind of cool CGI. But like if you've seen Silent Hill and if you haven't, this is more like lower than it is something uh, spoilery. But when you're in Silent Hill, like during the nighttime. Basically, the whole landscape shifts and, like, demons come out. So that transformation, it's supposed to be, like, the reality sort of, like, tearing away into nothingness. But it just looks like there's poop flying from the floor. <laughs> and it's like, I don't want that. It and then it's so bad. It's really bad. And then, like, it, it like the, the transformation's over and then you're fine. And you're like, okay, we're good now. But it's so bad. And then CGI monsters show up. And they're Ugh. so ugly. Straight out of 2006 like, CGI monsters. It was like um, we were playing like a PS2 game. But, with, like with real actors and part of it. Yes. It was it was rough. Rough. Big rough. Life. Silent Hill was a video game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess they did a good job at capturing what video games were like in 1999 and 2006. Uh-huh. But I doubt that's what they were going for. What a roast! I'm so dead. But back to the main topic. Yes, the main topic is that Um, instead of having those ugly moments, just do animation. Yeah, it would be... Oh, and animators and everyone in the crew of an animated show, they're treated like shit, dude. These companies do not give a single fuck about these animators. It is so sad. Like, literally, anytime a show ends and their contracts are up, these animators come out in waves. And they're like, yeah, um, I, I pitched these ideas, but they were shut down for being too progressive or being too uh, forward-thinking. And then um, some of them, like, would literally get pay cuts for no reason and never knew their, like, schedule for their show. They didn't know when their show was going to air. And they didn't know when they planned to, like finally produce them because the episodes for the most part would just be like done but just never aired it sucks and it happens to so many of the better shows Mm -hmm. you know yeah i have some examples so just so you guys know how shitty and how often this happens to people so for the legend of korra halfway through season three they pull it off the air and put it exclusively on their website and then all the last season of the show was just on the website and there's one episode in the last season that is just, like, a clips episode, like, a bunch of flashbacks. But the producers literally said that Nickelodeon gave them an ultimatum to either cut their budget and let go of some staff or just do a clips episode. And so they were like, okay, so we'll do the clips episode. Like, how fucked up is that? And then for uh, Steven Universe... The creators and writers had no idea when their show was going to air. There were so many periods where the sh- episodes would come out, like, in what they called Steven Bombs. Like, literally, Cartoon Network made it a thing that they only showed up once in a blue moon. And would drop, like, five episodes, one every day of the week. But, like, once every other month. And it was fucking awful. Was I was weird. like, how am I supposed to, like, stay attached with the story if it happens, like, so rarely? Mm-hmm. And um, and then Gravity Falls, it was the same thing. That show has only two seasons and a limited amount of episodes, but it took four years to tell a two-season story. And even when it did air, it was on Disney XD. And, and then it got moved again, and it was just, like, bullshit. It was absolute bullshit. And the show itself was took a huge hiatus, like, every other episode. But one time, it went from June of one year to July of the next year is when they picked back up. 
literally a year without episodes, and we were just like, is it even airing still? Like, what the fuck? And wasn't the the creator like, the episodes are done? I don't know what they're doing with them. We were just waiting. Yeah. And when their shows do get canceled, they usually are never given a reason why. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like, animation's, like, so cute. It's so cute. But they're treated like garbage. So that's why we want you guys to, like, watch them. Because they deserve the recognition. Mm -hmm. Because these shows are good. Really good. And there's so much heart in it. And they do, like, they work so long on these shows. Hey guys, do you enjoy listening to us be stoned out of our mind? Well, don't forget that you can listen to us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and Radio Public. We're also on social media. You can follow us at Guys That Are High on Twitter and Instagram, and at The High Guys on Facebook and YouTube. Let us know what you think about our conversations, or even suggest what we talk about next. Now, take a hit and keep listening. Okay, so today we're going to recommend two different shows. Uh, they are both spooky vibe and very fall, so um, watch them because they're great. So the first one we're gonna do is Over the Garden Wall, mm-hmm. and Over the Garden Wall came out 2014, six years ago. So if you've seen it up until this day, it's crazy to think that six years, life changing. Am I right, mm-hmm. ladies? A hundred percent. Life changing. But it's such a timeless show. It is. Because after you watch it for the first time, you always have to play it to get into the spooky vibe. You always have to play Mm -hmm. it at least once every fall. And there's so many little Easter eggs in it Mm -hmm. just to watch back over and be like... Yeah, they make references to, like, the final episode. Like, after you watch the last episode, you know everything. So then when you go back and watch it again, like, you see all the little clues and little hints. And it's Mm -hmm. just, like, it's so good. It Uh, is so freaking good. Okay, so, like, the first big thing about it is that Over the Garden Wall is about two brothers Mm -hmm. who are venturing through the unknown with a little blue jay helping them. But the whole thing is that they don't know how they got there. And they're just trying to find a way out. And it is so beautifully designed the aesthetic is amazing it's um the writers and creators have said that it's based off of old americana it's just like you can feel it everywhere with like the they hand paint all the backgrounds Mm -hmm. and it just looks like it's printed on canvas and it's just so beautiful all the time yeah the detailing is so wonderful and the this the music is otherworldly the music is it something is else let me so tell you amazing the composition the orchestration <laughs> all the, the instrumentation mm-hmm. the sound mixing the sound editing but let me tell you this it is so good that on the dvd there's an option to watch the whole series with only the music and no dialogue and we've done it and it's it a is journey. so peaceful it is like it's amazing our our theme song is actually has a lot of like inspiration from some of the music in over the garden wall yes absolutely it's so freaking good if you uh look up um nicholas's artist account nacc you will get those vibes as well Mm -hmm. and um they are just amazing it's so good but the other thing about over the garden wall is that the story is so compelling that it'll bring you to tears 
It will. Because you really get to know these characters within these 10 episodes, and the relationship between the brothers gets so deep, and you learn so much about them. And that, like, in the final moments, when this big dramatic, like, event happens, it moves you, and it's so good. Mm-hmm. And you get invested with all the characters. That's what I was going to say, because I was like, even though that's, like, the root of the plot, mm-hmm. all of the other character interactions are so interesting. And the last thing is that the spooky vibes it gives you are serotonin uh, to the veins. The creatures that you see, be- because it's, like, just this unknown world. But, like, everything is fall, everything is uh, the change of the season, it is so beautiful, all these, like, earthy colors. It's spooky, it's spooky and it's fun, and you should watch it. Yeah. Period. Next is Infinity Train. Infinity Train is a show that was on Cartoon Network, and then when season three was supposed to come out, they said, LOL, no, and they put it on HBO Max instead. Mm Mm-hmm. But it is so good. It is so good. So here's the thing about Infinity Train. This girl, she wakes up on a train. What? And each cart is a different world. Different environments, different people, different creatures. Mm -hmm. And she has a glowing number on her hand. She doesn't know what it means. She She doesn't doesn't know know what it does. She meets so many wacky characters. And she just knows to. she has to move forward. To try to, like, figure out what the fuck is going on in, yeah, on and, this day. <laughs> and anytime, like, something happens, uh, her number starts to go down. Or it starts to go up. And it's very crazy seeing the thought process Ow. behind all that. I just poked my eyeball. <laughs> what? That's okay. But the thing is, each season is a different contained story. Which are, like, it's those are my favorite when it's, like, almost like an anthology series. Except... It's still in the same world. Yeah. Continuation of the story. Yeah, because it's also, that's just a testament to the world building and how interesting. It's really like a lot of spinoffs. Yeah, and I love that. (laughs) But it's one show. But it's one show. Because they built such an interesting base Mm -hmm. for the show that literally I'm interested to watch anything about it because it's so intriguing. Yeah, and then the second season is about this guy who wakes up on the train and this other one that's like, this part other of, one. Well, because I can't really say. It's a part of the creatures of the train and cannot leave, but wants to. And it's, it makes for a very interesting story. Mm-hmm. And then in this third one that just came out on HBO Max, it is crazy. It is so dark. It is so violent. Mm-hmm. Jarring, one might say. So I get it. I understand why they put on HBO Max because that well, bitch was intense. And it's also so ethical like the whole series is eth- like ethical it's about ethics and like what's ethical, ethical questions and... but the they make it so much more like they add layers and layers and layers on that question because the first one it's like just like the basic ethical question but they manage to like twist it and bend it and make you think of it in so many different ways yeah and that's what's cra- interesting to, to watch as well it's crazy it's cuckoo bananas and um, the third season is about these two people who basically live on the train. Mm-hmm. And um, they're about their friendship and about, like, what's right and how what makes a good person. And, and like, analyze this friendship, too, and, like... Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's wild. It was like a therapy session, let me tell you. Uh, it was more than a therapy session. That <laughs> but, was... like, the environments are so cool because they're also wildly different. And, like, a lot of them are really clever and funny. Mm-hmm. And all the wacky characters you meet are, like, iconic characters. Like, there's this big blob... Of water. Who's, like, a salesman. And he's oh. selling you um, a donut hole maker. But it's just... A pipe. Like, it's a pipe. It's a pipe. Drain pipe. 
He's like, let, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. Let yeah, me tell you how I can make this, like, this donut hole maker. Like Korg. Yeah, literally. Exactly like Korg. Exactly like Korg. He's like, hey there, bud. You want to learn how to make a donut hole yeah, and he's just it's, says water. You sounded like you were in the 1920s. Hey there, there. bud. You want to make a donut holder? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the characters are so iconic. And this show mm-hmm. is just like, it, it's each season is like 10 episodes, but they tell such a compact, good story within those 10 episodes. Yes. And they, it's it's a big spooky time because mm-hmm. there were a lot of times where I clutched my pearls and I was like, yeah, it was... <laughs> Freak me out! My favorite character is uh, this little robot named One One, and he's like this ball, but he can pop into two, and he has like two different, basically two different people, but in one, on, like in one mind, and one's super happy and positive, um, and then the other one's like super depressing, mm-hmm. and it's the comedy unparalleled. Yeah, Infinity Train is a good-ass time. And the creator of Infinity Train is um, Owen Dennis. And the first time we had watched this show, we found the tr- we found the pilot on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I go through this weird phase where I just like watch really random things on YouTube that are like uh, pilots or audition tapes. Like, I just like to look. I don't know. And um, I watched the pilot of the show. And usually these pilots are pilots for a reason. Like, they never really get picked up if they're on YouTube. But they did pick the show up, and the announcement was insane because there's like a theme song for the show, and it is scary. Mm-hmm. And um, we were like so excited, but they changed the style a little bit, but they made it much more intense. Those are our two recommendations. You should watch them because they are fo what? Because they are good. <laughs> I don't know what I was gonna say. I said, uh. You good? I just would be remiss if I. If I didn't take this time to mention the crowning jewel of horror animation, which would be Scary Godmother's Halloween Spectacular. That is what I have to say today. Good night, America. But not just today. He says it every day. It needs to be said. <laughs> um, these Yeah, these two shows are really good. They're really great, and I think you should watch them. And you should also look into like supporting more animated shows, because they're great. And animators are not paid a lot, but they make fantastic work for the masses. We treat animated shows and movies like shit. But the fact is, like, we should spread the word that it is entertaining. The storytelling nowadays is so profound and deep. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Keep going, keep going. <laughs> what? Fucking talk. Fucking talk. No? No, I will not. Why do you look like that? <laughs> what are you laughing about? What are you, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you don't know? I don't, I don't. It's just coming out of left field for me. I don't. Animators are not paid enough for what they do. They make such fantastic pieces of work. Um, and for so many people that appreciate it, 
it's such a, it's and it what also sucks is the job security because I understand like obviously shows don't last forever, but the the ease of letting animators go after one show is done dude oh my god it's it's so sad a lot of these animators okay so for infinity train they want to make more seasons and they're actually not like canceled right now and they're just on like a weird limbo and all the animators were let go but like told like you're not fired but you're not working and they're like what and so like Cartoon Network apparently like wants more people to watch it so to see if it's like worth it. But it's like, what else are you using your money on? Teen mm-hmm. Titans Go? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what is, what's happening here? You're spending your money on all these like crazy ass child friendly shows, but like your interesting stuff that's daring and tells like a cool story. You're mm-hmm. just gonna be like, we'll see. And it's like it sucks because it's not even like they're making like adult shows that air. On television, it's literally for like anyone of any ages can gain so much from it. But yeah, like they literally their jobs are horrible because they have no job security and they never know like what's gonna happen to their show, what's gonna happen mm-hmm. to them. Unless you work on The Simpsons or Family Guy, you're fucked. You're fucked. And South Park, and South Park, three shows that will never end. Uh. <laughs> no matter how hard they try to end Family Guy. Yes. But yeah, like the character development that happens in animated shows and movies is like always so moving and so engaging. Yeah, and I would argue it's completely different from any other art form. Mm-hmm. The same way, if you go to a play, the connection you have with the actors are completely different from like if you're watching a movie. And like all you have of these characters are their voices, and some of these voice actors do amazing stuff. And it's so crazy to me that they don't get more recognition, like mm. for uh, awards and stuff. We didn't even mention that in Over the Garden Wall. The lead character is Elijah Wood. Well, now you know. <laughs> Sorry, it came to my head and I didn't want to forget. It's okay. <laughs> um, and the, they just deserve—they just deserve more recognition. And it's just so powerful. And like, we could have what anime has, but for animation companies here, like these com- indie companies are trying so hard to push the medium forward, but like people just need to watch their stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if you guys just went to go watch Infinity Train, they'd be able to make more seasons. And wouldn't that just be a treat? But yeah, um, that's everything. We're going to do our vibe check. Chris, what do we eat today? It's Smokies, Smokies and Bowls. Smokies and Bowls. Blue raspberry. Very delicious. Very sour. Um, They were five milligrams of THC. And yeah. it hit harder than usual. It was. It's a, they're 10 milligrams. Well, there you go. <laughs> 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 they're 10 milligrams when they hit dude i was like what did i say whoa i said it felt like they someone was touching your the back of your head no someone was touching your mind your brain with their finger <laughs> but yeah it was very delicious i would recommend 10 out of 10 smokies um, edibles have they have a lot we, of really good ones we eat them a lot here we eat them a lot here this one is a new flavor i love it and so far, we have watched so many of the scary movies, but we'll just talk about a few of our favorites. Mm-hmm. Chris? Um, we just watched A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. We did. Oh, I think I said it right, too. That one, stunning, phenomenal. I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Absolutely. Um, um, one of the fails, we just watched In the Tall Grass on Netflix. What a dumb movie. Oh, 
you had such cool monsters. What, a, what, what a, an interesting concept. You had me grasped. You had me grasped. Grasped. <laughs> like grass. Like, comment, and subscribe because we're amazing. Okay, um, but yeah, we watched it and it was very stupid. Um, and then the other movie that we watched that we liked, um, we watched The Descent. Oh, bitch. Vomit. 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 Not vomit. It's so bad. Vomit. It's so good. It's so scary. But yeah, that's what we watched so far. And we're really excited to watch the next ones because thanks for watching Dr. Sleep. And that's going to be a jam and a half. Mm. Yeah, that's our vibe check. And um, if you haven't seen it yet, watch Rosemary's Baby. What are you doing? We also have a little thing to tell you guys. (gasps) We're going to be posting some new stuff through the Anchor slash Spotify collaboration that recently came out. So keep your eyes and ears open. I guess now we have a goodbye, guys. Bye. See ya. I guess now we're the goodbye guys. So long. I guess now we're the goodbye guys. See you later. I guess now we're the goodbye guys. Adios. Adios.